Welcome to your best CST. I'm Ariel and I'm here with Alyssa. Hello, everyone. And she's my best DSD and now your best DSD. We're having another beautiful recording session in the lab, which is Lash and Beauty Bar located in the shops at Harbor Village in Half Moon Bay, California. You can book your services at Lash and Beauty Bar in Half Moon Bay at lashandbeautybarhmb.com. You can also find Lash and Beauty Bar on Instagram and that's what is what is your handle, Alyssa? Lash and Beauty Bar underscore HMB. Woo! It's always some variation of that. <laughs> Anyways, today we are talking about probably one of the buzziest topics in the beauty world, and that is skincare routines. So we might, Alyssa, you think we're going to probably do a few episodes about skincare routines? We oh, talk- absolutely. So I we- mean, there's a lot that goes into it, and. This this conversation we're going to have is going to be more generalized, you know, just kind of what to do like big in picture. general. Big yes. picture. Um, I'll go into some details about like different concerns and stuff that you address in your skincare routines. But overall, this specific episode is definitely the more general, like the simplicity, like making it simple. This is what you need, like the basics, not much more than that. Awesome. And why is having a skincare routine so important, Alyssa? Well, I mean, really, when it comes to having the best skin you can, it's about consistency. And when you have a routine, I mean, it's that's consistency. If you're doing it, I mean, even if you're not doing it every day, if you have the routine down and you do it as often as possible, you're going to get the best results. So routines and habits are sort of, in, even outside of the beauty world, routine and habit are kind of big concepts right now in popular psychology. Everyone's talking about it. You know, there's that book, Atomic Habits. There's a lot of other pop psychologists that are talking about how important it is to get into a routine. And I couldn't agree more. You're more inclined to do it if you have a routine. If you don't have to think about it, you want it to become second nature. To, like autopilot. Autopilot, you know what to do with your skincare. You're not thinking. You're not shuffling through your products. You're not like, oh, what do I need to do again? Like, you know. You, you take a shower. You wash your face. You know what the steps are. Boom, bam, done. So building a routine is tricky, right? Because the first for however long you, you're doing it, the first few times you do it, it feels like a lot of work, right? I, I've right. experienced that when I try to create a new routine or a new habit in my life. It's tricky at first because y- you have to remember to do it and you have to go through the motions and you have to think about it every time. But eventually when you do it over and over again, you stop having to think about it. So that's what I think you were saying. Absolutely. I mean, it's like uh, my makeup routine. I can do my makeup routine and depending on which one, I have like two, five to 15 minutes. Like my very basic everyday, like brows and nothing else kind of thing, five minutes. Um, If I'm doing a more of a look, like a more makeup look, it's 15 minutes. But if I were to have that somebody else do that same routine, it wouldn't, it'd take them longer until they get used to it. When I first started doing it, used to take me way longer but now I don't even have to think about it I know what I'm doing I know how much of what to put what to put where it's the same thing with my skincare routine I know what I'm reaching for I know how much of what to use I know in what order I'm using it in you don't have to think about it that's the that's the dream is you have the routine that you have in place for yourself and you don't have to think about it creating that routine from scratch 
can take some time. It can take some trial and error. And if you are a person who struggles with creating new habits, it can it can take a really long time because you have to add in each step one at a time, right? So you start with, okay, I'm going to start taking my makeup off every night and washing my face every night before I go to bed. And then you move on from there. You know, one of the number one things I do uh, whenever I have a new client, I ask my, one of, well, one, I ask, tell me about your skin so I can learn a little bit about what they think. I hardly have clients who aren't down on their skin. Even the clients who are doing all the right things, when they show me the products that they're using, they're always like, oh, you know, this is wrong and like whatever. And it's like, they're so hard on themselves. We're all our, our own worst critics. We really are. And I think it's important to remember, like I just said, you came to me, you're doing it. You're doing the best you can. And I think the biggest thing I, I do is I ask them how they feel about their skin. What they, you know, tell me about your skin. They tell me. Then I ask what they're doing for their skin at home. And yeah. from there is how I decide what skincare routine to implement. And typically... I'm like, we're going to start with cleanser and moisturizer if they don't have anything. Right. We're not going to get you a whole system. Maybe three products. Maybe. Like, you're going to cleanse and moisturize every day, and then uh, two times a week you're going to exfoliate. Like, whatever it is. Now, if they already have a routine in place, but they're not happy with the products, That's I'm not... more fine-tuning. Y- yes. I'm going to replace one of the products. And then I usually say, finish your cleanser and finish your moisturizer, unless it's, like, terrible, the ones that you're using. <laughs> like, if they're using St. Ives Scrub or something. I throw usually it away. don't. Yeah. Just throw it away. But normally I'm like, okay, finish that. We'll replace it when you're, when you're done. But we're going to add this to your routine. Yeah. So I think if you're starting from scratch, be kind to yourself. <laughs> Simplicity. Cleanse, exfoliate, moisturize. Sunscreen. Yes, and sunscreen. Yeah. But... Typically, yeah. And it's always sunscreen. And then once that is automatic for you, you know, you're you're washing your face every day, you're moisturizing every day, then move on to the more advanced steps like adding in a serum. Right. And I here here's the thing. The fundamentals of your routine should be cleanse, exfoliate, correct, protect. So cleanser, cleanse is obvious. Exfoliate. You can exfoliate with different kinds of toners that have different acids in it. You can use a scrub. You can use, like, you know, serums that have lactic acid, other, you know, acids in them. There's a, there's a bunch of different ways, but exfoliate a couple times a week. Correct, which is, you know, if you have pigmentation, you want to use things that have certain ingredients like kojic acid or alpha arbutin. Or if you have fine lines and wrinkles, you want to have things with ceramides and peptides. So your corrective serums and then protect is moisturizer and sunscreen. So it's amazing if you are a person who can stick to a 10-step routine. You know, you have a 10-step routine that involves a lot of different products and treatments that you're doing for yourself. It might it might be amazing. You you I know this is controversial. I mean, I think now it's coming into like it's becoming known that you don't need 10 steps. Yeah, it's it, maybe it's luxury. Maybe it feels nice. And if it makes you feel good, then it's sure. important. Yeah. yeah. If if doing a 10 step routine is making you feel good about yourself, you makes you feel good about the way your skin is looking, then yeah, go go ham. Do make it 11 steps. And it, that's that's automatic for you. I mean, 
if you're doing that many steps, I'd be curious what they are because your skin stops absorbing <laughs> products after a while. So you're kind of wasting things. But I mean, well, let's say you're doing like a gua sha roller or like LED lights and all that, all those kinds yeah, of things. So at that's home. what I mean by it. it depends on what those steps are for sure. But if it's 10 products, like probably not. <laughs> We're not layer- layering 10 different products. No, please don't do that. Yeah. So what are the most common skincare concerns that you encounter that you try to advise for when you're helping your clients develop their skincare routines? Well, the first question to ask yourself is what is your skin type? You need to know that because you're going to find products that are formulated for your skin type. So what are the skin types? Dry, normal, combo, oily, sensitive. Oh, most people are either normal or combo, right? No. No? I, read I, know, on- I know the word normal makes it sound like that's the most common. People have varying degrees. I can't say... You wouldn't say that there's like a most common that you see. I mean, I no. No. I would say I have a really good mix of everything. I mean, if you're coming to me, you likely don't have normal skin. I mean... Even if you have normal skin, once you hit a certain age, you start seeing signs of aging and you might consider seeing an esthetician. Your skin also starts to get more and more dry as we get older. So there comes a point where normal is no longer normal. The closer we get to death, the joys of (laughs) aging. (laughs) Um, But then, then, yeah, we get into what are your concerns. And usually that's why I ask, tell me about your skin, because I want you to tell me what you're noticing and typically you're noticing what I'm noticing so I don't have to be the one to be like this is that and I don't like to pick at people's skin even though I'm a certain level of self-awareness to say okay this is I I have this concern about my skin I'm gonna go see an esthetician about it usually where I come in is I'm like your skin is dehydrated or you know you're not exfoliating enough like you I can see a lot of dead skin buildup and stuff like that um But otherwise, I mean, you know, if you have pigmentation, you know, if you have acne, you know, if you have fine lines and wrinkles, those things are those are the those are the number one concerns that people come to me for. Um, Also, sensitivities like rosacea and eczema. Yeah. And in terms of a routine, there are specific ingredients in products that you look for to address each of those concerns. Right. Yes, exactly. And I mean, like I said, pigmentation, kojic acid niacinamide, vitamin C, vitamin A, retinoids, uh, fine lines and wrinkles, ceramides, peptides, hyaluronic acid, vitamin A and retinoids. Pretty much vitamin A, retinoids for everyone. <laughs> like, you get a retinoid, you get a retinoid. So it was the most amazing thing. The other night I was, um, I was actually at work and one of our clients came up to me and asked me what my skincare routine was. And that was just like the best compliment I ever could have gotten. And also, Alyssa, this was a good compliment for you because you get all of the credit for my good skin. See, that's my favorite thing because when my clients tell me other people are complimenting their skin, I feel good about it because it's validating their choice to come to me. Yes. And that's how I feel about that. Like I can tell them all day. They can feel a certain way. But when other people are noticing, they're like... Yeah, I'm seeing an esthetician and I have this new skincare routine. It's validation that they're making the right choices and it makes them more inclined to continue. Definitely. It's like, um, 
We always, I feel like we always come back to the, to comparing a skincare routine with working out. Yeah. It's, it's a lot like that where if you have a new workout routine and you're starting to look really fit, you're starting to get muscles and someone says, what are you doing? You're like, like your butt looks really good. (laughs) You're like, oh, thank you. I I have a personal trainer and I've been doing all these squats. Exactly. We're moving into the Ask an SD segment, which is our listener questions. So we love hearing from you. It's our favorite thing in the world. We want to hear all of your questions, and you can share them with us on the Google form that's in the show notes. You can also message us. You can DM us. We're at YBA pod on Instagram. If you can't find the form, can't figure it out, whatever you've got going on, we want to hear questions however you want to share them. Our first question today from Clara in El Granada, California is, right now my routine consists of cleanser and lotion every day. What are two or three things I should add in? Toner? Exfoliator? Um, well, I mean, sunscreen. <laughs> but I don't know if that means, like, lo- your lotion, ha- your moisturizer has SPF, but we're going to say that. Um, if her- but but as- if we're assuming that she's using sunscreen, I'm going to say adding some sort of exfoliator and some sort of corrective serum. If you're on the normal side right now and you don't really feel like you have a ton of things to correct, then something basic like a hyaluronic acid serum or a niacinamide serum, something that isn't going to hurt, but is a multi-peptide. Yes. I, I mean, depending on Claire's age, peptides aren't bad to use at a younger age. They're just not as necessary because your skin is still doing well with the collagen and elastin. Okay. Probably something like niacinamide, something, you know, it helps with oil control. It helps with pigmentation. It helps with keeping your skin barrier happy and healthy. Nothing too crazy or aggressive. If you're approaching your 30s, then you can start adding a vitamin A, retinoid of some kind, and an exfoliator. Totally. Yay, Clara. Okay, second question is from Allie in Oakland, California. She says, I feel like whenever I start doing a skincare routine with a lot of products, my skin starts to break out, especially the more products I layer. I've noticed that my skin can handle one or two serums and one moisturizer. Is my skin just sensitive or am I using the wrong products? Um, Neither. If you're layering more than one or two serums, I, I mean, we kind of talk, talked about it earlier. And yeah. I think I said this about the ordinary products. Um, The ordinary products are great if you only like for Clara that would be great because you only really need one or two ingredients but if you're needing more ingredients or more corrective serums you want to get some kind of combo yeah something that has it all packed into one because your skin stops absorbing after a while and then it's just sitting on your skin and half of it's getting evaporated I don't know half of it but like some of it's getting evaporated and some of it is clogging your pores so it's not working for you Allie and it's also probably just kind of wasting your money if you are trying to work in too many different products yeah exactly and I mean that because it's clogging your pores that's why you're breaking out so no your skin is not sensitive I mean I can't really speak to whether or not you're using the right products for yourself more than likely you're just using too many so fewer is is better like as as few less is more right now less is more and especially if you are doing a new routine if you're trying to start a new routine trying to do too many things is just like a recipe for failure. Okay. And now we're going to do rate my routine. So we also have a form for this. Yay. Yay forms. 
So if you want to share your routine with us, you can fill out the Rate My Routine form. It's also in the show notes. And Alyssa is going to evaluate your routine and give it a rating, just like out of 10. The first routine we're going to talk about today is from Anonymous in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And the routine is morning, splashes the face with water, maybe a bit of moisturizer and sunscreen if they go out. But who are they kidding? Night, (laughs) this person uses makeup remover, then gentle CeraVe cleanser and thick CeraVe moisturizer. Okay, so I'm going to say, first of all, I don't necessarily believe that you have to cleanse your skin every morning. If you have oilier skin, acne-prone skin. I love that take because I usually shower at night, so I don't want to wash my face in the sink in the morning. I mean, it's just a thing. If you have oily skin or acne-prone skin, yes, do that because that's part of your routine. But It should be. Exactly. Um, But if you have... You know, if those aren't your concerns, you don't really need to wash. Splashing your face with water, totally fine. Moisturizer and sunscreen. I think you should just put sunscreen on, sunscreen on period, in the mornings because windows, if you decide to go out even for a little bit, and really, yeah, like I, I think just, just incorporating that into your everyday routine helps build that habit so that you never forget. And then you're never out caught outside. Exactly. Without sunscreen on. Um, nighttime wise, makeup remover would depend on the makeup remover. What do you recommend for makeup remover? Not makeup wipes. Not makeup wipes. Cleansing oil, cleansing balm, um, double cleansing in general. Double cleansing. You should okay. because have you ever, I'm sure you all have, washed your face once with your regular cleanser and then use like a toner pad or something and then there's still makeup on it. Yikes. So, so gross. Yeah. And makeup remover wipes have so many harsh ingredients and they're not doing any, they're not doing favors for your skin. They're really not. And so a cleansing oil is going to break up that makeup the best or bomb. And then going in with, she says, gentle CeraVe cleanser. That's totally great. I love that. Thick CeraVe moisturizer. Love that. Um, we might add in a serum or some exfoliator, exfoliator and serum. And sunscreen every day. Um, <laughs> and no, I don't know what the makeup remover is. I'm going to say six out of ten. She's doing she's doing it. She's doing the thing. She has the routine. She has a routine. Switching up the products is is um, not going to be that hard for her. Like, it's not like she's adding a ton of stuff. Nice. Okay, second routine is from Bobby in Richmond, Virginia. Bobby says that he, no, step one, wash face. Step two. Dry face. Step three, lotion face. Step four, forget to do that again for a week. Step five, repeat. I love how dry face is included in this routine. As if that's a real step. (laughs) I mean, I think he literally made this list just like walking through his routine. He's thinking thinking through everything that he does. Okay, well, on the days he does it, I'll give him like an eight out of ten because he's missing... I mean, here's the thing about men. They they tend, to, unless they have beards, they shave. And shave is ex- shaving is exfoliating. So they don't need another They don't need as much exfoliation. Maybe on their forehead, their upper cheek area and nose. Um, and then, I mean, obviously a corrective serum. But I would say 8 out of 10 sands those two things. Um, and then doing, not doing, doing that once a week brings it down to like a 3 out of 10. Right? I would, that seems high. <laughs> If you can't do it, if you can't do it at least every day, like, well, like once I said, a day. The, the routine in and of itself 
washing and moisturizing for a guy sure okay that's good but then when you're factoring the fact that it's not every day <laughs> that brings it way down <laughs> way down and I'm also not seeing sunscreen so zero. Zero, Bobby you get a zero <laughs> we're gonna work on that last but not least my routine so in the morning I use Thayer's Witch Hazel Toner then the Inculist Vitamin C Serum then the Ordinary Moisturizer with Hyaluronic Acid and top it off with the Super Goop Glow Screen. And at nighttime, I use Micellar Cleansing Water to remove makeup, CeraVe with Salicylic Acid Cleanser, the Ordinary Glycolic Acid Toner, which I skip every other day. On days, I use retinol. Then the Ordinary Hyaluronic Acid Serum, the Ordinary Niacinamide with Zinc Serum, and then Tretinoin Retinol Cream, skip every other day on days that I use Glycolic Acid Toner, the Ordinary Moisturizer with Hyaluronic Acid, plus the Ordinary Rosehip Oil. So I'm going to (laughs) say, overall, 10 out of 10, you're doing all the things I would switch up, and I know we've talked about this. I haven't really looked into your skin, uh, your skincare routine in a long time. I mean, I pretty much curated this for her. Yeah. Um, the Thayer's Witch Hazel Toner, it's just too, it has a lot of alcohol in it, yeah. and it's drying. I would switch to a different kind of toner. What about, um, like, um, Burt's Bees? Is the sensitive one? No. No? I'm just going to, I'm going to, skin script, I'm going to give you the skin, skin script clarifying toner pads. Okay. That's what, that's what we're doing. Okay, we're switching to that. Yes. Um, or PCA's uh, pumpkin wine enzyme that nutrient sounds like toner. It would smell good. It smells. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like my most popular thing when I I do it in the fall and I sell out so fast. It's nice all year round. People want it. It smells amazing. Yeah, I um, want that. So I think we'll do that. For I want you. my face to smell like that. Um. So yeah, but then vitamin C moisturizer sunscreen in the morning 10 out of 10 um the micellar water is also really good for removing makeup if you don't want to use an oil um I do know for a fact Ariel doesn't wear a ton of makeup so the micellar water is a little better for her if you do wear a lot of makeup you have to work a little harder mm -hmm, to take it and cleansing oil is the thing yeah I was going to ask you about that because you were you mentioned that earlier um what do you have any specific product recommendations for makeup remover like a balm like which balms or oils pca has a really good daily cleansing oil um um there's a brand called pharmacy that has a, a green clean cleansing balm um clinique has a sensitive skin cleansing balm nice there there are a lot i mean to be honest you really can't go wrong with most, even drugstore brand ones. Um, okay. Because it usually, look for ones that have minimal ingredients. You know, they have th- maybe a few different kinds of oil. Yeah, because if I were going to switch to an oil to d- remove my makeup, I would probably just look in Target and see what they have. Yeah, one that has like sweet almond oil or something that isn't, uh, like make sure it's non-comedogenic and it'll say that on the, the bottle. Um Okay, wait. Then the CeraVe with salicylic acid cleanser. That's great. Um, glycolic acid toner. Retinol. Um, so originally, I told you to do the hyaluronic acid serum. And then you got the buffet. Um, the buffet was so nice. Which I'm, it's now, it's. They changed the name. Because they're pepti- calling it, yeah, they're calling it like multi-peptide yes. serum. 
Because buzzwords. Yeah. Um, peptides. We love peptides. Peptides but are amazing. Buffet was a cute thing, but nobody knew what they were talking about. Yeah, like it makes sense when you know what it means, but when you don't, which I think was the problem, people are like, what is that? Why do we need that? Um, you definitely want that. I would say finding a product that has, well, your your moisturizer has hyaluronic acid in it, so you don't need more of that. that the niacinamide, sense. I think that you could find, well, just use the niacinamide. Yeah, just use the niacinamide or switch to the multipeptide. Is there a scenario where I could use both or should I not be using both? You can use both. Um, it's a lot of steps. That's too many steps if I use both serums. You can actually switch your niacinamide to the morning. If My, you, so niacinamide with the vitamin C. With the vitamin C. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. And then your peptides at night. So I would do vitamin C first, then niacinamide. Uh, yes. Okay. And wait for it to absorb because we don't want frothy frothy. I feel like one of the questions that I always have for you is what order do things need to happen in? <laughs> like if, I'm, if I have four or five steps, what order should they, should they be done in? We should definitely do an episode on that where we get into, I can get into like actual ingredients and stuff and what should go yeah. first. I think, I mean, I think we're going to talk about skincare routines again. Yeah, definitely. Like. This, there's so much to get into. And the last thing we're going to talk about today is uh, we're going to do a celebrity beauty segment on my favorite, everyone's favorite, America's favorite, Martha Stewart, who is, I, I can't lie about this, she's 81 years old and she was recently fig- featured on the cover of Sports Illustrated magazine. And I think everyone's been talking about how gorgeous and amazing she looks in that picture. She just oh my God, stunning. Stunning. Martha Stewart, I, I'm such a fan. <laughs> I mean, it's hard for me to talk about her without just fan. giddy. Yeah, just <laughs> fangirling being, out. Fan, a total fangirl. Like she and Ina Garten are. Oh my God, I love both my, of them. Two of them. Icons. Icons, legends. They would be the celebrities that I would want to have dinner with the most. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. The most. And so we all want to know how Martha Stewart is looking so fabulous at 81. And she has a lot. There's a lot of information out there. And I sourced her claims from Vogue of February 2023, Glamour in May 2023, and Women's Health in April 2021. So she says that she removes all her makeup and washes her face every night. She emphasizes how important that is to her. She says she has friends who sometimes don't wash their their makeup off and she's very grossed out by that. <laughs> In one of these Me articles. too, Martha, me too. <laughs> she uses it's it's a little bit uh, nebulous which products she specifically uses obviously because she's a celebrity so she has to endorse certain products. At one point I don't know whether this her line of skincare she was making a line of cbd skincare products and so she had to talk about that obviously and so all i can say about her her specific products is that she uses various vitamin c products and hyaluronic acid products and for sure she uses some mario badescu products because she it gets regular facials at their salon in new york um, she claims that she u- uses Botox sparingly. And 
this is one of the things that I found a discrepancy because in Women's Health in April of 2021, she was quoted saying that she gets a sprinkling of Botox twice a year, which I think if you get Botox, it lasts like three to six months. So getting it twice a year would be kind of a minimalist approach to Botox if you're doing it regularly. Um, But then in glamour of May 2023, she says that she doesn't like Botox. She doesn't like it. She doesn't, she tries not to do it too much. So. I mean, I do feel like twice a year isn't doing it too much. No, it's not too much, but. I, I think. Um, if you're, if you're quoted saying you hate Botox, but you get it twice a year, that's. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I didn't see the interview, so I don't know how she said it, but I do, I understand being like, I don't really like the idea. I don't like it, but I'm doing it twice a year is not the same as I hate Botox and don't get it. Yeah. But then you get it twice a year. So I I don't know the tone. I'm defending Martha right now. Of course. No, we love Martha. (laughs) We love Martha. Although still, this goes back to my skincare commandments. Do not, thou shall not believe celebrities who claim to not have gotten Botox and work done. This discrepancy that I discovered just kind of made me question the rest of it. (laughs) She, um, She does say she loves laser and light treatments. And I would guess that she's getting those as part of her facials at the Mario Badescu salon. So that makes sense. And she does at-home collagen masks and other other kinds of face masks. She she does them at home regularly. She said that she uh, puts on a face mask in the morning when she walks her dog. So that's oh. that's kind of cute. Yeah, we like that. And then healthy diet and exercise routine, minimal minimal alcohol consumption, which is kind of it makes a lot of sense that that would help you have great skin. I mean, absolutely. Just treating your body well helps you have healthy organs. Your skin's an organ. Yep. (laughs) And the things that she says she does not do, and she has repeatedly claimed over and over again that she has not had a facelift. She has not had any kind of plastic surgery on her face. And she does not have chemical peels. The chemical peels surprises me. Um, The rest of it doesn't. Honestly... Well, okay, here's the thing. She was photoshopped in that that photo shoot. Yeah. In those pictures. So everyone's like, oh, she looks amazing. If you see the unretouched photos, it she looks more her age, but really good for her age. Yeah. So it's really hard to say because people think that if she looked the way she did in those photos, like the retouched photos, then it'd be hard to believe she hasn't had more work done. Sure. But that's not how she looks. She she looks more her age than she does in those photos. So when you actually look at the real photos. The unretouched. Yes. This See, this routine makes absolute sense. It's it's when we have these conversations that makes me think, why do magazines even bother with the the retouching if we all just want to see the real picture anyways? Because they want to sell products. They they're I think we would still buy it. I think that Right. They've distorted so many people's brains that if they saw the reality of it, they'd there'd be a period of going back to reality. So there'd be like, oh, she doesn't look as good. I mean, people are really, really harsh and people are judgmental. Yeah. And if they there's this standard that's existed and then you unveil the reality. 
people are going to be shocked. And then there's going to be a, a period of people getting used to that again. And then you can get, you know, move forward with that. But even in the pictures where they claim that, you know, she's not wearing makeup and nothing, it's all, re- it's all retouched. Yeah. And with, with filters now online on everything on social media has a filter. It's just, it's so hard to distinguish between images that are real and images that are not. I mean, their goal is to make this unrealistic, unattainable standard, create the standard that no one can achieve. So you're forever buying products and getting work done and doing things to try to achieve it. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm a convert for tw- to the Mario Badescu now. I'm like, maybe I should look into that. No. <laughs> I don't really like Mario Badescu, in all oh, honesty. Okay, well, if you if you don't like it, then I'm not getting it. So. Um, I mean, Even it's not, if Martha it's not terrible, it's it. not the best. But I'm sure that the... I think that the, the facials facial. are probably different than like the at home stuff. I mean, there are some things. I mean, the facial that she gets sounded nice. She gets something called an, a European style facial and it's like a deep cleansing. I mean, yeah, that's just it's like fancy. any facial. Yeah, <laughs> but sure. Um, I mean, she said laser and light treatments. I'm also I also feel like she's had something like like Morpheus 8 or like the the radio frequency we talked about it oh, in our probably. yeah more can you s- describe Morpheus 8 really briefly it's um sort of like microneedling they stamp needles into the skin and then it emits a radio frequency it looks kind of kind of creepy it i mean yeah um if but it stimulates it up, yeah. collagen production and um Oh, cell turnover. She has to have had that. She can't just be having that like plump, juicy face just from her at-home collagen mask. Exactly. Um, I think the laser and light treatments is sort of a vague umbrella yeah. for what she means by that. She she says she loves treatments, but she dislikes Botox and she dislikes surgery. She really like. I believe that she could achieve her skin without surgery. A hundred percent, especially if you Google her unretouched photos. <laughs> Everyone do that after this episode, right? Now, like right now we we're about to finish to, up. Yeah, we might have to find one for the Instagram. Yeah, we'll post that for the Instagram. And she's still gorgeous, like gorgeous. But yeah. no, she doesn't look, you know, as, f- as 50. As, yeah, she doesn't look 50. She doesn't. She looks, I mean, I would say she looks like 65 in real life and she's 81. Like that's amazing. It's a, honestly a it's the most you can ask for. <laughs> really? I mean, I can't ask for it at this point. You know, I've already, no. it's, no. we've come too far. Yeah. We've drank too many drinks. We've, <laughs> I don't know. You look great. We'll Aww. look great. <laughs> we'll, we'll be, we'll do the best we can. We'll stick to the routine. Absolutely. Thanks so much for joining us today. Make sure that you subscribe to your Bestie SD podcast and you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok. We're at YBA pod. I'm still figuring out what to do with social media, like how to use it, but hopefully it will get better. Yeah. Follow us, comment, ask for more things and make sure that you share your questions for us on the Ask an SD form in the show notes. And yeah, that's all for now. All right, bye. Bye.